Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Three, two, one. Let's jam. Decided to go for a clean one. Can't be jelly because it must be because must be jam because jelly don't shake. Hi, everybody, and welcome everyone out there in the cosmos to a very important, maybe the most important episode of Brokeback Bebop, because it's not our final episode here, but we are recapping the final episode of Cowboy Bebop, you know, until last year or the year before when yeah. the the new series came out, and now there's more episodes of a different Cowboy Bebop, but for a very, very long time uh, I guess there's also the movie, too. But for a very, very long time, and even with the movie, this is the ending of, of this series. So it's yeah. important, and I'm excited to be here to talk about it. Hi, everybody. Steven, how you doing? I'm so excited to talk about this, Zach. I've been, like, itching since last week to talk about this episode. It's I've one seen of my... it, too. I've seen your skin just crawling. Yeah, it's like I'm buzzing. He's got, like unfortunate drug abuse scab just all over his face and it's just because he's really excited to talk about cowboy bebop i've been scratching for days <laughs> well how are you this week anything you want to touch base on before we dive into the finale anything exciting going on um, for you it's been a busy week work-wise but a fun week today's my sister's birthday i don't she doesn't listen to this she's like 15 and we've today, pointed think, but... it out a bunch of times yeah well for a while she was listening to the listening that's to cute. the regular show and i'm like that's not good well steven didn't say that he wouldn't say this to his sister but i've said many times now look mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time for you to start carrying some weight around here mm-hmm. papa can't keep giving it out for free yeah and she was really uncomfortable a lot of mm-hmm. crying uh <laughs> the, the authorities were called yeah uh, I did have to end up paying for new locks for, for your family's home. It was a real bad situation, but I got that $5. <laughs> but happy birthday. So happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, Zach, for today. I'm just, I'm, because I am it's just your like sister's frothing. Birthday. Yeah. Just so frothing, frothing in the mouth uh, to, to talk about her birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, let's talk about it. We're here to talk about episode 26, session 26, the final session of Cowboy Bebop as it originally stood, The Real Folk Blues Part 2. This episode was kind of the three-person dream team that we got in a lot of Mm -hmm. the key episodes of this show. It was storyboarded by Shinichiro Watanabe. It was directed by Yoshiyuki Takei, and it was written by Keiko Nobumoto. And the episode originally aired in Japan on April 24th, 1999, and it originally aired in the U.S. on November 26th, 2001. Anything you want to say about it before we get into trivia? 
I'm so curious as to like, I saw Cowboy Bebop on Adult Swim when I was a kid and didn't really mm-hmm. comprehend what was going on. Mm-hmm. When it originally aired, like I understand that Adult Swim was like a whole different animal back then. But even when I watched the show, you know, during the, the pandemic, like for real, for real watched it, I had to space it out a little bit. Like I couldn't just watch like six episodes in a night. That seems like so much. And these dates I don't know, are yes also and close no. together. I could see you binging it pretty fast. I now I do, but not the first time. But as far as a traditional airing on television, it seems like they aired it really fast. We'll have to do that mm. before we end this series of podcasts. Yeah. We'll have to like literally take a look at the release dates and order of in Japan versus the US. Mm-hmm. That might be interesting to like two people, but it'll be interesting yeah. to me. I know. Tell me, before we get into some trivia, if you can remember, if you can put yourself in your shoes the first time that you watched and finished Cowboy Bebop, tell me a little bit about that. So it was during the quarantine. That's right. I I forget that you were kind of a latecomer. Yeah, I liked anime a lot growing up, but then kind of got away from it. For, from a lot of different anime for a while. Um, but then during quarantine, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what makes me happy. And I really like watching anime. So I'm just going to spend all my extra time watching just anime. Which at the time was all my time. So when I That's wasn't true. like... It's almost hard to remember that time anymore. Yeah. Because there was a moment... And this is coming from a very privileged perspective, and mm-hmm. I'm very aware of that. For a moment in time, there was like two weeks probably tops where I didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I was buying shit on Amazon all the time, yeah. and I was watching TV for two weeks, and it was really fun and mm-hmm. restorative. Yeah. And I remember kind of preaching to people when people were freaking out, and rightfully so freaking out about not getting sick. But, like, if you're able to stay home mm-hmm. and, and not go out and not have to worry too much about getting sick, it's okay to be scared and, like, cautious of current events and stuff. But take it as a restorative. Like, when are you going to get two weeks off of work for no reason? Yeah. Uh, paid in a lot of cases, perhaps. Sorry to go on a little a – little, No, that I mean, put for me, me, I was that put in me back lockdown in that for three time. months. It was a good time. Yeah, that's true. So, well, like, I mean, your uh, line of work is so physical, yeah. so hand on hand, and that so was a lot shorter sexual. than some people, you know. So, like, yeah. I couldn't plow for a few months. I was at home, just you know, only able to service myself, not my community. So, but uh, I definitely like Cowie Bop for me was a late night, get as high as I possibly can, and watch this show. Well, right. Show. You and from it. the first episode, I was hooked. Like, I was like, wow, jazz, space, martial arts, like, I'm here for it, you know? And I just I just fell in love with it instantly. And by the time I got to the finale, I did watch part one and two of the finale in the same night, but I had intentionally saved it. I, like, got to the episodes before, I was like, okay, this is about to be the ending of the show, I'm going to watch the next two tomorrow night. And I watched the first part, and I took about half an hour, and I was like, okay, have a snack, get a little higher if I can. And then start this final episode not knowing anything going in. Like, I had somehow not been spoiled of this show at all. Hadn't tried to be. I was still early enough into anime Twitter and things like that that I wasn't really, like... Too spoiled on it. Exactly. So I watched the episode. I remember just being blown away with everything. I didn't know what was going to happen. I I didn't expect what was going to happen even really. That surprises me just a little bit. What did Mm -hmm. you expect to happen? I don't know. I didn't have any expectations. I was just along for the ride. So I love an anime with stakes. Mm -hmm. But to this point, there have not been any major stakes for the main characters in terms of their lives. 
Spike's been shot, Jet's been shot, Faye's been kidnapped. All of them made it out. Okay I agree every with time. all that. But and I don't normally, know. Just when you've a watched show, a lot of television sure. and you get to the final episode of a show, mm-hmm. that's when all bets are off and your Walter Whites can die because sure. there's not another episode. But in anime, normally it's kind of like a Shakespeare thing. It's either a comedy or a tragedy, right? And in anime, normally that tone is set pretty early on. Most anime, especially anime that are shorter, That's if they're going to kill everybody, Cowboy they Bebop start was killing back people. and forth. Yeah, I mean, I think from the early Spike flashback episodes, you uh-huh. can see those stakes. You can see mm-hmm. that tragedy side of it, even though people don't die. I feel like you can see the beginnings of when these two characters show down. It's yeah. not gonna be a draw or something. No, by the like they're gonna it. go until somebody. But when you watch the first two, three episodes, yeah. it's heavy on the comedy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think I didn't know what to expect. Obviously, I'm like, okay, there's a big fight happening. There's a lot of you know. As you watch the episode, you start to kind of a little bit more. But you thought it was possible that it ends with a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least with an ending where everyone makes it out, not necessarily unscathed, but. Where they, we get to have at least the crew that we have is still together. Now, I would argue I don't think the show necessarily has an unhappy ending. No. I think the tone of the credits song mm-hmm. very much shows that they're not going for just a dark and bleary ending. Yeah. Even though you could see it as that way if you want to. But I think there's a lot of hope and release and uh mm-hmm. letting go there's a lot and freedom in the ending yeah i, well, I don't I think, think it's the, a purely unhappy ending we'll talk more about it when we get you know, yeah we should after trivia do you want to just get into our segments do you want finish yeah. your thought and we'll get but into but our i want to talk a lot about yeah. the the story that spike tells jet oh, i think of that's course. really beautiful and powerful and like i i really like that's that. a true moment of spike saying I keep coming back to life because I had something to, like, wait for or to mm-hmm. look for. That's gone, so I, all bets are off. I'm probably going to go die. And Jet's like, I get that. And then yeah. they kind of laugh at it. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. That's a great moment. Mm-hmm. That especially – I mean, I got what he was saying the first time I watched it. Yeah. But especially the second time, I got more the subtext of – what Jet's hearing out of what he like all I don't know I, I yeah. thought that was a great moment too totally. let's do some trivia I only wrote down one question I was watching the episode I know I like fought to get three wow okay so go ahead what's about to happen to Spike's star well when someone dies their star falls yeah is mm-hmm. that all you're looking for mm-hmm. that's all I'm looking okay. for go ahead and give me another one I only have uh, one. what's Jet's Native American name you know when they said it I had a feeling that you would write it down or that mm-hmm. I should write it down and now I'm far enough removed from it that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Is it Big Dog? Ooh, <laughs> I wish. It was Running Rock, I believe. Okay. I'll give you my one. How does Faye describe Julia? As much of the details you can give me. Um, Ordinary. The type of beautiful ordinary that you just can't leave alone. She's you left like... the word out there. Oh, God. But that's Damn it! Keep going, keep going. Um, she's like a, an angel from the underworld or a or a demon from paradise. Really close. You left out that she's dangerous, beautiful, Ooh. ordinary, that you can't leave alone. And Angel from the Underworld or a devil from paradise. Devil from paradise. But that was pretty great memorization. Thanks. I love that. I think that's I would such a give you full credit on that, even though it wasn't verbatim. Thank you. That was pretty close. Do you have but one more? I, I think that's such a cool description of her. What does Spike say is the best spice? Mm, time? 
Hunger. Hunger. That's the joke that they. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought. Time. Okay, I feel like that's in the same vein of I'm gonna have sleep for dinner tonight. Or even like uh, a little bit of everything, everywhere, all at once in there. Ooh, I like the that. Everything Speaking of bagel. Binging with Babis just made. That's exactly what I was thinking of yeah, when I, I said it to you. That's what. No, I've seen it. That's why I said time because I was mm -hmm. thinking of that because he puts time itself as one of yeah. the ingredients. That was a great video. It was fantastic. Everything, everywhere, all at once. If you haven't seen it, watch it. And if Twice. you like anime and Cowboy Bebop, I think there's plenty to eat mm -hmm. on in that movie. And it's an American film that I think has more respect for the type of thing it's aping from than yeah. a movie like Bullet Train, like I talked about last week. Yeah, everyone should watch that. Did you finish your questions? Do you have I one did. One? Okay. That brings us to, yeah. uh, for the final time on the animated series, Cowboy mm -hmm. Excuse me, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, we're gonna discover everyone, you know, in a in a meaty, thick, sheltering episode. We're gonna find out if Zach comprehended the uh -huh. episode this uh -huh. week. Yes, Zach, how are you feeling? I think this episode pretty distinctly has three acts. Mm-hmm. And if I can touch on all three, I think I'll be doing okay. Well, you've touched on all three of mine so far, Zach, so I can only I've done all well kinds of touching acts on <laughs> Steven. All right, the stopwatch is set to zero. Mm. I'm going to hit start. Let Zach begin. Then I'm going to hit stop when that stopwatch gets to 20 Oof. seconds. You all at home know Let's how See how it much goes. I can get. All right, they know. know. Okay, are you ready? Sure. Okay, three, two, one. Go. It's the final showdown between Spike and Julia, but Julia can't kill him. They decide to run off together, but Spike has to stick around and finish business, and Julia agrees to help him. They get surrounded and ambushed by the syndicate, and Julia is killed, crushing Spike. Spike goes back to the Bebop to say his final goodbyes to, to Jet, who he tells a great story and, and, and kind of explains he died. Damn, I did not get all three. Oh, you yeah. spent so much time on the first part. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. But what could I have not said? You know? You know, if I were in your shoes, I would have been yeah, like... Yeah, sure, please. Spike please needs Julia. She's beautiful, but she's dying. Now she's dead. And <laughs> yeah, then go great. from there, you know? That's but, great. Uh, I've done it a couple more times than you, Zach. It's okay. This is only your 26th, 27th foray. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, I've done it well over 100 times. No, that's not that's true. true. I don't think you started <laughs> until season two. Mm -hmm. And there's only 110 episodes of the program. Ooh. Is that true? Did you start in season two? I did start in season two. It was a season okay. two thing. Zach. I get it. I think I said good. You, I don't what think you I said was good, but you needed 10 more time. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't we all? Don't we all? Don't we all? I'm feeling generous. I like the episode. I'm going to give you, you a C minus. But you can break me harsh. Well, that, yeah, that's fine. I didn't yeah. get the ending at all. No. It's exactly what I said. There's three distinct acts, and if I can touch on all three, I'd be doing good. Mm -hmm. And I only really, really fucked one of them and touched yeah. the other one a little bit and the then other one rolled was over tired. And Everything fell was over the jeans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we already were talking about the episode, but, but yeah, now it's time it. to talk more about it. Let's talk about thoughts on the episode, and then let's kind of touch on the three acts of the episode. Yeah. I want to start just because yeah, you got go some it. of your thoughts out, mm -hmm. and then I want you to tell me more about what you thought about the episode on this rewatch. 
it really does me a disservice that unlike Steven, I did know a couple of things going mm-hmm. into the end of the episode. I knew that Spike was going to die, and I knew that the air, the handgun uh, thing, the bang, I knew mm-hmm. that that was a thing. And I also had had it really hyped up as not only is this one of the best anime finales of all time, this might be one, one of, of the best, best finales. finales of all time. And I'm not going to argue that, but I will say that I think having all of that knowledge before watching the episode did me a disservice. Absolutely. Because there weren't a ton of surprises for me, unlike Steven, who had no expectations and mm-hmm. did get surprised. I had too many expectations, and I yeah. didn't get surprised in the way I'd like I'm both disappointed in one thing specific and also completely understand, because it's Cowboy Bebop, how little we get on what's going to happen with Jet and mm-hmm. Faye. I really love the moment when Spike goes back to the Bebop, and I really like both moments that he has with those two characters, but I think that last act needed some flash of something, mm-hmm. of something other than Faye just crumbling and Jet like cleaning the windows. That yeah. disappointed me a little bit, although I understand that we're talking about Cowboy Bebop, and that's what they've always done with everything they've brought up, so why would this be any different? That's just, But I still think it's a fair disappointment to mm-hmm. want to know more resolve for two of our three main characters. Sure. Now you say some stuff. What do you think watching it this time? I love this episode so much. I love this show I thought so it was much. great. I just had to get my gripes out. That was all no, the No, and, and I understand the both of those, and I think that's kind of the point. Of is course. that... As much as this was a show about the Bebop, we were following their individual stories, but we were following Spike's story, you know, probably the most. Yes. As much as they were a team and they are a unit. He's the character story that we get a beginning, middle, and end exactly. throughout the run of the show. Everyone else were kind of in the middle. And I don't think I I would want to see a show Mm-mm. without Spike and Ed. Like I said, I would, I would love a one-off like a That's thirty minute me episode of Ed and and Ayn together, but I don't. I don't need anything that takes place after this. Mm-hmm. I just needed one little flash of something that shows they. I didn't need to see like all the answers for mm-hmm. Faye's past. We got enough of that, but I needed like a moment of Faye's gonna be all right. Yeah, maybe even her just walking in and starting to eat with Jet, kind of like how they ate the eggs together after. Or even yeah. just like Ed had. You know, that almost makes me think, was it worth bringing Faye back for these last two episodes? Mm-hmm. Should she have left in that episode that Ed and Ian also left? I almost think that would have been a more satisfying conclusion for her character's arc mm. than kind of bringing her back to still kind of haunt the hallways and not really have an ending. I like it, but I also think that it just fits it does. the nature of the show of not knowing what's next. And for the universe being so big that they could do anything, they're mm-hmm. going to recover from this, but they're both hurt, you know, and they're both hurt they're in different ways. They're beautiful and they're dying. They're, they're beautiful and die. they're dying. They're not going to, she's going to get better. Yeah. She has to get better. Yeah. I think that, you know, the beginning of the episode, the whole Julia thing is honestly, I mean, we were going to talk about the three different sections. The Julia section is my least favorite. Really? Why? Of the three. I like Julia as a character. I think that she plays an important role. It kind of sucks that as soon as we get her back, she dies, but that also fits with... It's a lot of buildup for what's going to happen here. I think the way that they pick up from the cliffhanger Mm -hmm. of the previous episode, I think that's satisfying. Yeah. I didn't think Julia was going to shoot him. No. 
Or I, I guess maybe I thought there was a chance, but I didn't really think Julia was going to shoot him. I thought they did that satisfyingly. And they did a good job of, in their little moments of mm-hmm. small, small moments yeah. of embrace that they get, there's a lot of foreshadowing of yeah. Storm coming. I kind of liked it. I didn't mind. But you're right that we're. I don't think we get enough of Julia as a character to mm-hmm. care about her at all, let alone see the obsession that Spike has yeah. with her. I do think, though, I, I I could talk a lot about some of the beautiful shots and imagery in this episode, but when Julia gets shot and the contrast of the white doves flying versus Vicious's crows, that was pretty great. Sure. The moment that you see in Spike's face, he's like, what the fuck have I been doing? Because she's literally dying in front of mm-hmm. me. Like, what the hell? And also probably a moment for him of like, oh, I can just die like that. Yeah. It's not that hard to get shot and killed. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he has to see someone die in front of him in a different way than what he's kind of seen in the mm-hmm. past. It's someone that in his eyes was like this unattainable yeah. person. Like you see them as invincible, as like otherworldly, and she's dead just yeah. like that. And I guess I say it's my least favorite of the three just because I like the other two acts so much. I think yeah, I that, agree with that him going back to the bebop is done near flawlessly. I think that his interactions with Jet are so good, you know, still complaining about the food. That's probably my favorite section of the episode in some ways. Yeah, I think it's so good. I he and Jet have such a awesome relationship and the story that he tells Jet about the cat who's lived so many lives, has died so many times and keeps coming back, has had so many owners, but then as soon as he's free from that, he meets this white cat that he wants to spend his days with mm-hmm. and talking about the amount of pain and sadness that the cat goes through after the white cat dies. But because he knew her and had somebody waiting for him in the afterlife, the cat was okay with dying. Whether it's that way or that he just was content now because he finally found purpose in him living all those lives. I think that was so beautiful and, and really paints such a real picture of what Spike has been searching for all this time. Getting that closure with Julia, not even getting to have a, a, conversation with closure beginning to say okay she's not out there anymore in danger she's not out there running or chasing or whatever she's been doing now i can finish the job that i set out to do that story and that scene is really important for the climax of the episode to have Mm -hmm. the emotional brevity that it does instead of it just being the big bad fight and yeah. oh no these characters die because like i said there's a lot more to it in in spike letting go in the end mm-hmm. i think that sets that up very well tell me your take on the faith thing happily faith just being I angry and, and shooting in the in love the faith thing okay i think i don't really have an opinion it's the one way or the first other, so time tell me and we've seen how much faye cares we've seen how much spike and jet care but it's the first time that faye lets spike know how much she cares and how mm-hmm. pissed she is that she found where she's from she found her past and she still came back because this was the sense of family that she had and now as soon as she's back ed is gone ein is gone mm-hmm. and spike's leaving yes and she feels stupid she feels betrayed and she's so sad because she know I and mean, she's the only other person who's had to deal with Vicious before. Mm-hmm. She knows that, that Spike's, probably Spike's not, not coming back. back. Yeah. You know, she understands that and world And she enough. knows that Spike knows that, too. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I don't understand why, like, if especially if Julia's dead, like, why are you doing this? I mean, you, you hear the disdain in her voice when she's describing Julia mm-hmm. to Jet. She's like, you know, Great she's just some basic bitch. from all of the main cast in this episode. Oh, yeah. How, like, cold and empty Spike is, but, like, mm-hmm. you still feel 
underneath. But then, like, the laugh that he shares with Jet has yeah, a lot of... Yeah, it's so tender. Yeah. I do love... And you brought up Funny Planet, where are the bullets going? Because, like, they're in a spaceship. Like, don't shoot holes in that. But, like, when... Either don't shoot holes in it, or they're just going to ricochet and bounce yeah. all around the hallway. Faye shooting the gun, like, just trying to do anything to get Spike to come back. Like, I mean it. Like, for real. But also, just... if she had just shot Spike in the back, Spike wouldn't have given a shit. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do, do this. Do. I could I, die yeah. now. I could die in two hours. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. And I think that there's a specific shot... And I think it might be when Real Folk Blues is playing, which I want to talk about that in a second, too, because that's, mm-hmm. like, flipping an anime trope in such a cool way. But she's, like, kind of, like, sunken against the wall, just, like, frozen. And I feel like that's a really good representation of just Faye in general. She has gone through several periods of her life where she's kind of frozen in time. And this is another one of those where she's just waiting for him to not come back. Yeah. And like you said, we don't really get the visual or the confirmation that time does continue to pass afterwards which is kind of sad, but I think also really fitting with Faye, you know. And she's always kind of searching for something that... Yeah. It has a lot more to do with how she feels about herself Mm -hmm. than the reality of her story. It's not like once you figure everything out, you're going to be okay. Yeah. You've got to be okay to figure everything out, and Mm -hmm. she's not okay. You're right. I would have even liked a moment of her and Jet coming yeah. together or something i don't know it's a sad ending and mm-hmm. i i'm sure I, the more it sits with me i'll like it better but that mm-hmm. was the bit of closure that i didn't feel yeah. like i get let's talk about the third act let's talk about spike's death mission yeah. to to take down vicious so, like the third act kind of starts after he leaves Faye and the real folk as the real folk starts, blues starts i love that version of the song that plays so throughout cool. this this final showdown i love it yeah. So in a lot of shonen anime, which is like your Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, mm-hmm. Black Clover, that sort of thing, where you know you have a, like a protagonist and bad guys, that whole thing, very action oriented. There's a a thing where, in a big boss fight, the intro, usually the whatever the first intro to the show was, which has multiple ones, or like a special song fit with like the main character starts playing in the background, and it's like really awesome. Like you get super hyped. The mm-hmm. hero starts kicking ass, wins the fight. But this one, I think it's beautiful that instead they use a different version of the ending song. And sure, Spike's kicking ass, but it's it's not as, like, triumphant, triumphant yeah. heroic. It's more like, oh, he's, like, like John Wicking the shit. Out. Like, the, the whole choreography of that scene, like, how he's shooting people, how the weight... You it's feel the weight scene. of the shots going at him. Oh, amazing. But it's so different from the typical Spike dancing as yeah. he kicks ass to a song that fits perfectly to every little thing that's happening in the scene. Mm-hmm. This is different. It's a lot weightier, and it's a lot more dire. Yeah, I love it. I think it, it's so... It made me feel everything that I felt in my favorite moments of Die Hard or John Wick. <laughs> I don't know. Like It just felt so dangerous but cool. Mm-hmm. Just a man who's truly free and who truly does not yeah. give a fuck. Like, he's, he's like, I'm getting not to, to vicious. Get hit by I don't a give bullet. a shit. He's trying to, like, save himself so he can get there. But if mm-hmm. he gets shot, he kind of gets shot, whatever. Yeah. And he's blowing the shit out of this place <laughs> and, and taking out all the guys shooting at him with one shot each. And then the uh, the fight with Vicious, the meeting with Vicious yeah, is Yeah, I love the shots of Vicious just waiting. Because mm-hmm. Vicious can hear like, the fucking explosions. Like, he's like, all right, this motherfucker and I, we're doing this He's today. been waiting for it. He knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I like the flash of Spike and Vicious working together. Oh, my God. As the thing's about to happen. It's one of those moments that could be a little hammy, 
but it just perfectly reminds you the the stakes here. It's not just him going versus the big bad. It's it's fighting his former partner mm -hmm. of sorts. And I think the way they use that scene to fill in the blanks, because some of those we've seen before. We saw the shot of them shooting back to back. We've right. seen a couple of the shots with Julia, but now we get everything in between. There was a specific shot mm -hmm. of like a much younger Spike in like a t-shirt or some right. shit, like seeing Julia for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that was really cool. I think there were a couple shots of just Spike and Vicious together and you can tell they were close. They trusted each other with their lives and because of this woman that has drawn between them and the choices they've made, they've strayed so far from each other but they've kind of circled back together again for this showdown and I think that it's it's so beautifully done and it paints such a clear picture. Like, if you just watched this episode, you would know exactly what's going on, and you would know the weight behind it. Sure, I agree. So good. And the, and the final fight, Karafi, was great. And I think a good final fight is not 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Because these two guys are not going to have a drawn-out... Like, they're not trying to preserve their lives. They're, they're not just trying to kill off. the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Right away, Spike gets stabbed. Yeah. I love the shot where Vicious draws his sword and, like, stops Spike gun, and Spike just firing. Bang, 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 bang. And finally, one kind of nicks his face. I love the, the still respect that they have for each other when they have each other's weapons and they throw them back to each other for that final strike that they have. I think that shows mm -hmm. a lot of, not admiration, but they, they understand this is how it's going to be. You know, and I, I just think it's so well, well done. Well, they say, Vicious says, like, I'm the only one who can kill you and set you free or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he won't say it, but Vicious might feel the same well, way. Well, and Spike says, Spike he's like, well. I'm the same for you. Yeah. yeah they they both that. know that if this is how either of us goes out, this is an, as, a, as a worthy adversary. Yeah. Um, we're running out of time. This is one of those episodes that we could have talked a full hour about mm -hmm. easily. Let's, wh what do you want to say about the, the ending, about, about Spike's death love, as he walks down the stairs about the bang moment love the bang moment the first time i saw that i cried i think that it's somebody still keeping their like sarcastic wit about them like spike was himself until the end and i i, I don't know i love that moment for so what much do you think he, i was what is he doing there he's saying like i'm gonna get you kind of no i think he's just saying like that's the the last shot bang like i got him like that's it oh sure like i yeah okay because I knew the bang moment mm -hmm. was coming, I thought it was that he pointed it at himself mm -mm, and then shoots himself in the head and collapses. So then when it mm -hmm. happened differently, it was a little harder for me to yeah. realize why. Yeah, I, I like know. it. The song that plays afterwards is called Blue. Mm -hmm. The Which whole is thing like is beautiful. Which is like the name of one of the Cowboy Bebop soundtracks yeah. I've, I've learned. It's an album. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, all those are on Spotify now, so check them all out because there's like a few of them. I have And there's one a really cool new vinyl release. Did you see the vinyl release that's like a fuzzy Ein cover oh, that's all cool. over it that has like Ein's collar? I have like the regular really soundtrack on vinyl, so I should get that one because that sounds great. I think the song at the end does a great job of telling you what you're supposed to feel about Spike's mm -hmm. death. There is a sense of release. There is a sense of letting go in a positive way. Yeah. That I think There's is a lot of air in when... it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like if you've been holding your breath that whole last fight, you can kind of exhale. Even though you're dead, breathe. you can kind of breathe yeah. freely now. You can let it all go. It's all right. You don't have to worry so about good. anything anymore. And you don't have to always be constantly plagued with the past, the present, the future. Mm -hmm. It's just now. It's just all done. Yeah. And I kind of like that. 
Who's your uh, captain of the Bebop this week? Does it make sense to give it to anyone other than Spike? I don't think so. I think right. you got to give it to Spike. Just like yeah. the show started with Spike, we end with Spike, both being Spike to the very end, mm-hmm. but also I, I think being a very changed Spike. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that he cares now about somebody that's yes. not named Vicious or Julia. Yes. A true hero's journey that follows someone who would say, I am not a hero. Yeah. I think it's a it's a great journey. I think it was a great episode. I just wish there was more, honestly. Yeah. I wish there was more before this. Not more after this. I wish the Which is the why show I think going back and watching episodes. the movie after is such a good experience because yes. after this you want to see them together again. Right. And the movie's gonna let us do that. I'm excited for that. And Me that's too. a great way to end this. Next time we'll be back to talk about the first half of Cowboy Bebop the movie. Woo! Knocking at Heaven's Door. Knock, knock, knocking on Heaven's Door. I'm really excited to watch it. I am really excited to get to see more of this crew. That'll be a lot of fun. And I can't wait to see the, I'm sure, animation upgrades that come with the mm-hmm. uh, film. So that'll be a lot of fun. Everyone, thanks for listening to us this week. We will be back to talk about the movie. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, give me your best Paul McCartney saying you're going to carry that weight. Can I instead do uh, sure. Jennifer Hudson saying you're going to carry that weight in the movie Sing as That's fine. Grandma Sheep Lady? Does she sing that in the movie? Yeah, she Have you seen I've Sing? Not, no, I haven't. You rat bastard. Should I? Yeah. Okay. And the second one was incredible, too. Fucking that's Bono's the one you're in gonna, it. That's the hill you're going to die on? That's the hill Bono I'm going to die on. Bono being in it doesn't make me want to watch it he anymore He plays a fucking old lion with a dead wife. You got to okay, watch so it. Okay, so it's Barnyard. <laughs> Pass. Boy, you're gonna carry that weight, carry that weight a long time. Paul That's McCartney is rolling in his grave right now. He he's still alive, but he sleeps in it to get. He prepared. sleeps in one just in case. He's Bye, ready. Everybody. Bye. <laughs>
Thanks for listening. Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast, where starting at $5 a month, you can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Broke Back Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy. Let's go!